This is the Colorado Prepscast. Colorado Prep. Western Slope Edition. Presented by Alpine Bank and hosted by Matt Kennedy. Hello and welcome back to the Colorado Prepscast. Western Slope Edition presented by Alpine Bank. I am Matt Kennedy giving you the weekly rundown of everything Chasta Preps on the Western Slope side of Colorado. Doing it solo style today. But we got a great show lined up for you. It is Playoff time in the football world, and then we're going to talk about some volleyball going on. The regional matchups are getting started, and then we'll wrap up with some men's soccer playoff action, which is also in their midway form. Starting at the top of football, jumping down to 1A, Meeker Cowboys. Man, they have been killing it this year. They have been given the fourth seed in the 1A Chassis State playoffs. They're going to be playing against 13th seeded Buena Vista this Saturday in Meeker, with an A1 record, the Cowboys have been pretty good this year, and they have good odds to go far in the playoffs. Their most recent 42-26 to win against Hotchkiss showed that the Cowboys can win in big games. In the game against the Bulldogs, quarterback Ryan Phelan probably had his best game all year. Everybody knows how high I've been on Ryan so far, and I continue to be high because he continues to produce. The QB completed 18 passes for 372 yards and three touchdowns and also ran for another score. So far this year, the junior has passed for 2,394 yards and 21 touchdowns with only five interceptions. Are you kidding me? Phelan continues to prove why he is the best man under center in the class of 1A, and he will continue to be a big reason why this team will have success in the postseason. Scouting Buena Vista, though, the Demons are 6-3, and three, led by head coach Matt Flavin. Buena Vista is 2-2 two two in the last four games, but have won back-to-back games. They are pretty good at running the ball. They use three running backs on a consistent basis. That helps them average over 150 yards per game on the ground. Brandon Cattle leads the team with 425 yards, followed by freshman Jacob Phelps, who has 397, excuse me, but also leads the team with five touchdowns. Mikro should win this game if you're putting money on it, but it will be interesting to see how the Cowboys fare in a much bigger game. Of course, their only loss in the year comes to Lyman, who was ranked number one at the time. Going to 2A, this one is a much more exciting bracket because it features three Western Slope teams in the top 10. Rifle, got to start at the top with the Bears. They have the number one seed and will be playing against Inglewood. Very interesting team in the Pirates. They are 7-2 and two this year and are led by head coach Mike Campbell. Mike Campbell was the former head coach of Arapahoe High School. I actually played against them back in 2015 and 2016 when I played for the Doherty Spartans down in Colorado Springs. Mike, he jumped down to the 2A level to coach Inglewood. Not the biggest team, but they are very good when it comes to having committed guys who want to play good football. And, of course, the record shows that sitting at 7-2 and two this year. And actually spend time watching Inglewood compete this summer. They had a couple of scrimmages against much higher teams. They faced teams like Heritage High School, who was in the top 15 teams for 4A. And then they also played against teams like Vista Peak, who is very good. And they fared pretty well against those two teams, considering the fact that Inglewood was about half the size of the teams that they were competing against. So it'll be very interesting matchups for Rifle and Inglewood. It'll be a good test for the Bears heading into the playoffs. Damon Wells has done a fantastic job with this team this year, leading a squad to a 326 rushing yards per game average, and they have not scored less than 21 points in a game all year. They recently blew up Moffitt County 41-6. That is their sixth time this year where the team has scored 40 or more points. Levi Warfell, of course, will continue to be the main offensive weapon for the Bears this postseason. He's, he only carried the ball five times against Moffitt County, but he still scored twice and had 55 yards, giving him an even 1,500 total yards on the year to match his 21 touchdowns. He also has four receiving touchdowns. But if the Bears do defeat the Pirates, they will face off against the winner of Basalt 
and the Classical Academy, TCA, another Colorado Springs team. The Titans are no joke, but neither are the Loghorns. It is cool for me to see these matchups taking place because, well, I played against TCA growing up, and uh, Inglewood, you know, front-range teams so I'm familiar with, facing off against these Western Slope teams who are new to my territory. Basalt is coming into the game with a ninth seed, while TCA is the eighth seed. So Basalt is the underdog. This game could go either way. The Lockhorns had a very tough schedule in their last few games. That's all them lose back-to-back games against Rifle and Delta. Delta is the fourth seed. We'll get into them in just a second. TCA, though, is 6-3 and three on the year. They suffered a devastating loss to Woodland Park, who was 4-4 four and four at the time. They finished the year 5-4, and four, of course, to that win against the Titans. However, they did, and they do, have a great rushing attack in the Titans, led by sophomore Cade Palmer. Palmer has racked up 1,238 yards and 12 touchdowns this year while averaging over 6 yards per carry. Basalt barely escaped Aspen High School with a 17-14 win against the Skiers to improve their overall record to 7-2. and two. Jumping down to Delta, the Panthers are the fourth seed, facing off against Pagosa Springs. The earliest they will see Basalt or Rifle is in the state semis. They, of course, have to get through Pagosa Springs first. The Panthers finished the regular season with an 8-1 record after beating Coleridge 41-8 last week. Not the biggest brag because the Titans have only one win on the season. Quarterback Nolan Bynum will be looking to lead his offense against a Pirate defense that averages 51 tackles per game and has five interceptions. Bynum so far this year is really one of the only lead pocket passers in 2A with over 1,600 yards passing and 25 touchdowns and only two interceptions. Are you kidding me, Nolan? He threw for over... 240 yards and four touchdowns against Coleridge last week. How do I see this one going? Well, I don't see the Pirates' offense really doing that well. They do average over 200 yards on the ground per game, and they do have a running back in Bailey who has a 1,000-yard season. However, the Panthers' defense went an entire month before surrendering a single point, and I don't see them really faltering against Pagosa Springs in this game. Going up to 3A, Palisade, they are not in the playoffs. They will start next week. Palisade is is finishing up the regular season against Summit High School this weekend. The Bulldogs have already secured a conference championship after winning their last three games. They are waiting for the 3A playoffs to start, but they will face off against a three-win Tigers team in Summit High School this weekend. Cam Tucker looks to still be healthy as the quarterback had two touchdown passes off of six completions. He also rushed for the ball eight times in a score in their last game. The offense is re- is relying on Tucker and his ability to make plays happen. We'll see how that game goes this Thursday. Going up to 4A, Fruit of Monument. They have a tough test this weekend. When I say tough, I mean tough. They get, they're going to face off against Vista Peak down in Aurora, and I'm honestly worried for Cameron Ross's squad. The Bison averaged 342 yards per game on the ground and have three running backs with over 500 yards. They're led by Jadaris Carr. Who has get guess it guess guess what guess what twenty touchdowns on the year for Carr, 20. 20, 20, 20. He also has twelve hundred and sixty six yards on the ground off of his ninety six carries. Other players in the rushing attack consist of Montreal Hamrick, the junior, who is second on the team with five hundred and thirty seven yards and eight touchdowns. They also have Gene Sludge Jr. Now I saw Sludge this summer. He's a freak of an athlete, and I'm saying that because he's six two, two hundred and twenty five pounds. All right. When your third string running back is 6'2 and 225 pounds, then you know the rest of the offense is very, very good. I saw I thought Sledge was a senior in college when I first saw him. He's a senior at Vista Peak. I'm pretty sure he's already committed to Wyoming. Don't quote me on that. I'm just going off of what his Facebook says. But Sledge is an amazing running back, and he's got two other running backs who are currently ahead of him in that rushing attack 
for the Bison. I will definitely love to see how this game goes. Denim Luster, though, the running back for, for the Monument, he has his work cut out for him. Last week, Luster led the Wildcats to a 42-21 win over Stanley Lake. That saw him rush for 100 yards even and one score. Cade Besser, the quarterback, scored twice on the ground as well. He also passed the ball for a few yards. The Wildcats are currently holding on to that 12th seed in the RPI rankings and would love to keep it because only the top 16 teams make it to the playoffs. Speaking of the playoffs, Montrose, they were looking to be the number one seed. Instead, they are currently ranked number three. Why? Because they lost. Montrose, the Indians, they suffered their first defeat of the year after putting up 126 combined points in the previous two games. The Indians got shut out. 7 to nothing against Ponderosa. Ponderosa scored the only touchdown of the game midway through the fourth quarter via a rushing attack, and the Indians were shut out entirely throughout the whole entire game. This week, the Indians are ranked third, as I just stated, in the RPA rankings, and we look to hold that placement as they face off against Aurora Central, who is 1-8 on the year. So I, am no, I have no doubt that Montrose will be able to keep that seed, but I'm sure they would have loved to get that game back against Ponderosa. Grand Junction. They are currently looking to uh, bring themselves back in to the playoff discussion. They are uh, they're looking at from the outside in. They're sitting at 17th after the most recent loss to Chatfield. The Chargers defeated them pretty soundly. This week, though, the Tigers have a much easier test in Wheat Ridge, who are currently sitting at 22nd in the RPA rankings. However, they do have a 5-4 and four record. It'll be interesting to see how that game plays out because if the Tigers win, they'll have a good chance to sneak into the top 16 in the state. But their Crosstown Rivals Central High School, they're also looking from the outside in, and I'm pretty sure their season ended after their most recent 49 to nothing loss against Pine Creek, who is currently ranked number one in the state. I thought the Warriors would do a better job against the Eagles, but I kind of thought wrong. I was kind of optimistic about it, and the Eagles completely shut down. Central will face off against 5-4 and four Mesa Ridge, who is currently 25th in the RPI standings. Alpine Bank understands your time is valuable. Make more time for watching and supporting local high school sports by using Alpine Bank's mobile app. You can bank on the go and get back to the game quickly so you don't miss a beat or that winning point. Learn more about Alpine Bank and its mobile app at alpinebank.com. Member FDIC. Now let's look at volleyball. The regional matchups have been made. Number two, Montrose is in region number two. That consists of teams like Longmont and Eagle Valley. The Indians will play against Longmont on Saturday at 10 a.m. and then later that day against Eagle Valley in the exact same matchup. Now, the Indians are 19-4, and and Madison Satterley will continue to lead their team in kills. She currently has 251 and a fantastic hitting percentage of a 3.58. Palisade. The other 4A team, they're also in regional contention. They're facing off against Lincoln and Erie this Saturday in Region 8. The Bulldogs are ranked 17 with a 15-8 and record. Down to 2A, Meeker has been given a number 3 spot in the RPA rankings and are placed in Region number 3 alongside Sargent and Telluride. The Cowgirls are 21-2 and on the year and have not lost since September 20th when they got beat by Lyman. Meeker has only surrendered one set since then during the 13-game winning streak. Cedar Ridge, though, is the only other Western Slope team competing for a state title along with Meeker. The Bruins have lost three out of their last four games after starting the year out, not giving up a single set for 11 straight games. They finally got back on the winning side of things, defeating Delta in their most recent game. But before that, they lost three consecutive matches against Battle Mountain, Pagosa Springs, and Palisade. They have since dropped to number 11 in the RPR rankings, and they'll be playing against Bayfield and Buena Vista. 
Bayfield, though, they are going to be a tough test. They are led by head coach Taryn Fouts, who is the mother of Maddie Fouts, who currently plays at CMU here in Grand Junction. Taryn has been a fantastic coach for Bayfield in the most recent years. Men's soccer. Looking at men's soccer in playoffs. Roaring Fork is the only Western Slope team that is still standing in the 3A state playoff bracket. The Rams have outscored their opponents 5 to nothing in the first two rounds. They started off the playoffs beating Peak to Peak High School 3 to nothing and then defeated Fort Lupton 2 to 0 back on the 5th. Now they are in the quarterfinals and will play against four-seeded Aurora West College Prep Academy. The Spartans have only lost one game this year with a 16 and 1 record. They defeated Basalt and then Jefferson Academy to get to the quarterfinals. They have scored eight goals in the playoffs already. As for today, that's all I got. That was a lot to handle, but playoffs are in full swing. Winter sports are starting eventually. Basketball, it's going to be very exciting. Both men's and women's will be starting those hopefully within the next week or two. But as of for today, I've been Matt Kennedy on the Western Soap Podcast. Call to Prepscast. We'll see you next time. This has been sponsored by Alpine Bank.